so i have something new today so i was uh, looking at the goodreads choice awards uh, fantasy nominees and i saw that i haven't read any of them <laughs> like i have heard of a few of them like under the whispering door or the jasmine throne or shadow of the gods but i haven't read any of them and half of them they are like completely new to me so i decided that you know instead of voting i'll use this round as a kind of like i'll use this list as a kind of recommendations list and i'll read books from this li- list and decide which one is you know like the best according to me so that's what i plan to do now the thing is uh there are so many books there are 20 books out of them some are sequels which are obviously i'm not going to read because i haven't read the first book in the series of those books some i have you know like certain vibes that okay so there are two books the witch's heart and ariadne which gave me really strong sersi vibes and i asked in a uh, on a discord uh, server and they were like yeah they are kind of like sersi and uh, if you guys i don't know if you guys know i kind of tried reading sersi like once before and i gave up after like page 30 and i it's not a hard dnf like i haven't officially dnf'd it i am planning to go back to it when the mood strikes but the mood is not striking yet it has not like strike like i haven't been in the mood yet let's put it that way so with that those two options were gone still i tried reading the witch's heart because it's based on norse mythology and Oh my god it's so difficult i have to read about norse mythology first and then read the book in order to you know understand what the heck is happening so that book was out of question i didn't read ariadne because to be honest i'm not interested so the rest of the books how do i go about choosing which book i want to read first because they all kind of you know like i'm kind of lukewarm about them and the ones that i'm interested about uh the next month that is december i'm participating in a readathon and i'm actually really interested in the jasmine throne but i've heard it's a very like a slow paced and a big book so that's probably not suited for a readathon you know where you have to read a certain number of books so i'm planning to read it later on so the other books what i did okay now i come to the main part of what i'm going to talk about in this podcast so i did the try a chapter thing uh, i tried out the first chapter of these books and then i decided which one i am which ones i'm going to read now and which ones i'm going to re- read later on so i read the first chapter of for the wolf by hannah witten uh then was the wolf and the woodsman by eva reed then i read uh oh my god what did i read wait let me 
uh bring up the list uh okay i read the first chapter of a spindle splintered by alex e harrow i read the first few pages of the inheritance of orchidea divina i then read the first chapter of the unbroken by c l clark i read a few pages of sorrow land by river solomon and a little bit of a master of jin and out of all these i forgot to count how many uh, out of all these i really liked for the wolf by hana witten and i decided that i'm going to continue with that and i also liked the wolf and the woodsman but for some reason it was reading very young to me like in the initial you know pages i thought the characters were teenagers like 15 or 16 but then it's revealed that they're like 25 and i'm like what so i am a bit you know skeptical about that book but i have heard good things about it so i am kind of optimistic now uh the others a spindle splintered the thing is it's a novella i can easily re- read it in a day but i felt like it's not very difficult to read in fact it's very easy to read it's the easiest to read in my opinion out of all the books i read all the chapters i read but it's very meta it's very self referential like it's like you know very self aware and all that kind of stuff and i for some reason i was not liking that in this book the way it was handled and therefore i don't think i'm going to give it a shot right now like i'm going to read it but later on like later when i am in the need for you know something quick and light then i might give it a chance but i don't really feel like reading it right now like it's almost winter here and the book didn't have that kind of a you know cozy wintry feelings and i am a moon reader so i read according to what i am craving that at that time like what my mood is you know feeling like so that's that master of jin i really didn't need to read it because i have read the first novella in this uh, series and i quite liked it and uh, the writing was in this book it was similar to the novella so yeah i am going to continue with it but not right now not in december uh sorrow land oh my god no 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 this writing is so difficult i don't want to continue i don't want to read it like that's it i just don't want to read it like it can have you know like many different you know common important commentary on different important topics but i read for entertainment i usually don't read you know difficult books that are on difficult topics and this first of all the writing is difficult it has this weird old timey writing with weird sentence structures and all that 
and the second thing is i know this is going to be a very very hard book to go through and i already tried reading one hard book earlier this month uh, near the bone by christina henry and i just couldn't do it like i just can't take you know like bad things happening to the main character and all that so yeah sorrowland is not for me the unbroken by cl clark it's very i don't know like very lackluster in my opinion i mean i know i just read the first chapter and it's very you know unfair to the book to uh, like kind of judge it based on the first chapter but it didn't capture my interest and i i'm not saying that i'm not going to read this book at all i'm saying i'm just saying that it felt very meh and i'm just not right now i'm not into it and i might be in the future but like i might crave something like that in the future and i might seek it out but right now nope 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 uh the inheritance of orchidia divina the writing reminded me of uh eva lavender uh the strange and beautiful sorrows of eva lavender the writing reminded me of that book and i feel like this is going to be a very magical realism book like not fantasy like not you know like hard fantasy or something like that like it's going to be very soft ma- magic system or like bordering on a uh, magical realism and it's not like it's okay it's not totally you know like difficult to read or totally you know whimsical or something like that but it's not you know i need to be in the perfect headspace for this like i need to be in the mood for something that is slow something that will make me think that will take its time something that is you know like whimsical and all that so yeah i so out of all these uh first chapters i think this is the most different in my opinion in terms of feels like in terms of like how it feels like a fantasy it's very different so yeah that's that you know like it has that going going on for it uh and under the whispering door i didn't read because i know i'm going to read it but not right now like i've read i've already read one book by tj clune this year and i think that is enough for this year i am going to read it next month uh, next year uh, under the whispering door and yeah uh, jasmine throne again i am going to read next year uh, the witch's heart i read a little bit first of all it doesn't have chapters so that's like no for me it has chapter breaks but no chapters and i can't do that like i can do it for terry pratchett but i won't do it for anyone else <laughs> so uh, that's my first problem with the book the second problem is it's like it reads too much like sorcery like i i just can't do it and it has too much of norse mythology in it so anyone who is not you know like familiar with the source material they're not going to be you know that entertained by the book than people who have knowledge about all these things 
so that's the case about any kind of retelling so that's my problem with this year's selection of you know nominees because i mean how many five or six of them i feel are retellings of something or the other like there are two uh, beauty and the beast retelling there are two sleeping beauty retelling and there's one great gatsby retelling and uh, what is the witches are that is uh, what do you call it uh, like mythology retelling ariadne is another retelling so you have so many retellings and if the person is not like it's not possible for everyone to be you know like familiar with every uh, thing so it's not possible for someone to be familiar with the source material of all these books and to pick like picking one or two retellings i can understand but picking so many retellings it's like you know excluding people from experiencing the books because for example the great gatsby one i haven't read the great gatsby and i don't plan on reading the book like it just doesn't you know interest me and if i were to read the book based on it i mean maybe the book is you know the plot is well done the characters are well done the magic system is well done but still there will be references to the original text and if i don't get the references then i won't have my level of enjoyment will not be the same as you know someone who has read the source material so that is my main gripe with uh, the goodreads choice awards this year because there are so many retellings and so many you know like similar kind of books so for the wolf and the wolf and the woodsman both have forest magic and both are like you know like they are sacrificing a daughter to this a uh, certain monster like uh, person in the woods so and the daughter they have kind of hidden talents or hidden magic uh something hidden magic or something like that and that is kind of developing after they are being sacrificed and all that so these two books have the similar premise then two books are sleeping beauty uh, this thing uh, what do you call it uh, retellings so similar premise uh, two books are you know that similar uh, mythology uh, retellings with the similar writing vibes like cersei like vibes so again similar so you have so many you know books that are very similar in tone and what not so why not have okay there is you know diversity i would say that uh, like there are uh, many new authors there are many authors who are non binary or who are women and uh, that is a really great thing that goodreads has done this time like fantasy it's usually known as you know a male dominated uh white male dominated uh genre and breaking the glass ceiling in that genre it's a great thing but 
when it comes to the books diversity i can understand okay uh the writers who are writing a diverse but when it comes to the books i feel like there should have been a you know like there should have been more diversity in the tones of the books in the themes of the books i mean themes i don't know themes might be different in these books but the tones are very very similar in some of the books and i just don't like that i if i want a very diverse if someone says a very diverse series of a uh, collection of books i would take tone as a very important uh, you know like parameter to judge the diversity of that collection so to me that is important maybe to the uh, people who selected the list made the list it's not that important maybe uh because our definition of diversity it is different like it is subjective like people have different different people have different uh definitions of what diversity is so it's very difficult to you know call something a diverse list of things so yeah so that was my rant about uh, the goodreads choice awards fantasy nominees uh, i hope you glean okay so what was the point of the let me sum up i read first chapters of uh, some of the nominees to see which ones i would like to continue on and which ones i would you know like either not read or le- read you know like later on if i feel like it and i decided i'm interested in for the wolf right now like i'm going to read it next month for the uh, readathon and uh, i am also interested in uh, what do you call it <laughs> uh, the wolf and the woodsman see the names are also so similar the wolf and the woodsman i am interested in but i am going to read it probably next year like january and there are some books that i am not going to read like at all like one book that is uh sorrowland that i'm like i know i'm not going to read and i'm i mean i'm sure it's a very you know like meaningful book but it's not for me and spindle splintered is also something that i don't see myself reading uh i'll try to find a spoilery review for it and then there are others that i'm kind of lukewarm about them so yeah let's see i hope you got something useful out of this i'll uh, read for the wolf and share my review over here so from what i've read the first chapter uh it's the writing is beautiful but not flowery the characters are you know like not perfect but they are not unlikable also like i need to like i don't need to like completely like my characters but there needs to be something that i can latch on to and i feel these characters are like that and yeah so far it's good let's see what happens i'll see you in the next one bye